Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. WRAL has obtained the medical examiner's report in the death of five-year-old Chloe Fennell. We'll show you the new details about how this tragedy unfolded. A ribbon cutting is being held today for a major tech company here in Raleigh, how they're changing the work from home model. Right now, showers are showing up on the radar. I'll show you where the bulk of the rain will be and when we clear up and heat up. Then a Wilmington film studio announcing a massive expansion. WRAL examines what's unique about the new studio and what it means for the future of the film industry in North Carolina. And here we go. Let's get started at 7 o'clock, taking a look at the radar. We do have some lingering storms, uh, a couple showers that have been kind of plaguing us throughout the day, uh, but they will be moving out in the next couple of hours. Thanks for joining us. I'm Dan Haggerty. I know what you're thinking. The weekend is upon us. When is stuff going to change? Get this weather out of here. Meteorologist Kat Campbell joining us now. We do have some sunny weather uh, in the forecast for the weekend, Kat. We do, and you may wake up to clouds tomorrow morning, but I want to assure you later in the day tomorrow will be partly cloudy, and it's going to feel a lot more like August this week. Again, 90 degrees the high tomorrow, 92 on Sunday. It's going to be feeling more humid as well, so really taking on the August feel. We wake up to temperatures in the 70s tomorrow morning by lunchtime, already up to 84, forecasting 90 with dinnertime temperatures in the 80s. We're already seeing some slight improvements for some of us this evening. You can see in North Hills a little sunlight off in the distance. In the Triangle, we're starting to dry out. There's just a few sprinkles left. The bulk of the rain is now east of the Triangle. We'll continue to push to the east later on tonight. At this point, we do have some spotty showers in the area. No lightning in our viewing area. Selma seeing some rain, a little more rain headed for Dunn and Goldsboro right now. But once this rain clears out of here, we will be mainly dry for the rest of your weekend. I'll have a closer look at what to expect this weekend on future casts coming up. All right, we'll check back in. Thanks, Kat. I'm Matt Tallhelm in the WREL Live Center. Right now, all northbound lanes of I-95 are closed near Fayetteville. This is a look at the backups right here from the exit 41 camera. That's NC-59. You can see this traffic's not moving at all. And look at all those tractor trailers backed up there. This is all because of a crash that happened about three miles north of there. I'm going to show you just how much the delays are adding up here. So that crash happened right around here. And you can see all the miles stretching back here on the northbound lanes that are closed. NCDOT is recommending you get off at Chicken Foot Road right here and take that to 95 Business and then head on up there. They're telling us that this uh, crash should be cleared up by about 8 o'clock, so within about an hour, we have the WREL Breaking News Tracker on the way there to learn more about what's happening and get a look at that scene. Thank goodness for old Chicken Foot Road, Matt. Appreciate it. So the uh, there's a tech giant chose Raleigh for their massive headquarters instead of Silicon Valley, right? Uh, bandwidth's brand new 40-acre campus is off of Edwards Mill Road, just north of I-40. Chelsea Donovan was there when they, they cut the ribbon at the new headquarters and takes us for a look inside. 
The idea of bandwidth was scribbled on a napkin back in 1999. Now, nearly 25 years later, bandwidth looks a lot different than it did in its inception with a sprawling 40 acre campus. This company is changing the work from home model back to brick and mortar. From an office on the campus of NC State to a sprawling 40 acre corporate property on Edwards Mill Road. Triangle-born bandwidth is raising the bar for the workplace. The campus really starts to support our whole person promise, which is a promise for you to have meaningful work and a full life. And all my fellow bandmates, welcome to the Bandmate Way ribbon cutting ceremony. The campus includes two five-story buildings, an Olympic-sized soccer field, basketball and pickleball courts, walking trails, an amphitheater and gym facilities, as well as a Montessori-style school. In the COVID climate where things are changing, where people are working from home or hybrid, why is that so important to you? Working together is vital to us because we have understood that doing your job isn't enough. You gotta love your bandmate. And you can't do that through a screen. Bandmates or employees have been back at the office since last fall, says CEO David Morkin. Morkin understands this model post-COVID isn't for everyone. We've averaged a historical turnover rate of just under 10%, and uh, I think that's great for our industry. A global cloud communications leader working to foster growth, promote job satisfaction and technology innovation. We want folks that want to be together, that want to grow up working together. Right now, Bandwidth has about a thousand employees with room for about a thousand more. They say they expect to be fully moved in here in the new headquarters in just about two weeks. Chelsea Donovan, WRAL News, Raleigh. A big update now that affects people across the country and, of course, here in our area, too. Some new information from Pfizer. The drug maker is limiting distribution of some of the drugs produced here at the Rocky Mount plant. WRAL obtained a letter sent to hospitals across the country listing 12 drugs that are now limited or only available by emergency order because supplies were affected by all the damage that happened from the tornado that went through recently. The plant, they make sterile injectable drugs and its production lines, of course, have been idle since that storm moved through more than two weeks ago. The company expects it to be a few more weeks before production can resume. 40,000 pallets of drugs were also lost during that storm. The state medical examiner's report has just heartbreaking details now about the shooting in Durham last month that took the life of a five-year-old girl. Chloe Fennell, this beautiful young girl, died from her injuries that day. Her 15-year-old cousin, who is truly a hero you'll see in this report, was babysitting at the time and is still now recovering in the hospital. WRAL's Monica Casey shares the latest findings. Chloe Fennell's family and friends laid her to rest two weeks ago today. They described the five-year-old as a bright spirit and a breath of fresh air gone too soon. The medical examiner's preliminary summary lays out what happened in this home on North Guthrie Avenue on July 5th. The report says, according to law enforcement, the suspect, Brian Luster, called 911 saying he was overdosing. Dispatchers could hear him arguing with his 15-year-old cousin, Destiny Sidberry. The report says after that argument, the suspect went into another room and got a 9-millimeter handgun that belonged to Chloe's mother. He then opened fire on the three children. 
When police arrived on scene, they found the suspect choking Destiny. She told the officer she'd been shot. She had seven gunshot wounds. Destiny had managed to shove the 18-month-old child she was babysitting into a closet where he was uninjured. She tried to block Chloe from the bullets, but the five-year-old died from her injuries. Brian Luster's next court date will be in mid-October. Monica Casey, WRL News in Durham. Just a horrific story. Uh, tonight, uh, a bit of an update from a small Cumberland County town, uh, more prepared now than ever to deal with a disaster. The New Hope Mills Public Safety Center officially opened today. It's a $17 million state-of-the-art facility. It'll be home to the town's police and fire departments. It's named in memory of this man, John W. Hodges, who served as police chief there for more than 20 years. It's 13,000 square feet, built for the future of a growing community. This new facility will also serve as an emergency command center during hurricanes and other natural disasters. So uh, some new reports to tell you about. We're hearing from economists now about today's employment numbers. WRO's Chris Lovingood has a look at the data and, and what it could mean for this fight we've been having against inflation, Chris. Well, I'll tell you, Dan, this morning we saw the jobs number for July and the bottom line is clear. The numbers show some cooling in the labor market, but they're still strong. The country saw 187,000 jobs added in July. That's a little below the estimate of 200,000. UNC Keenan Institute economist Greg Brown says, yes, it's below expectations, but it's still a strong number. He says the economy is holding up for now, but a recession is coming. We're not out of the woods yet uh, in terms of the, a risk of recession over the next 12 months. Uh, not worried about things right now. In fact, maybe the opposite situation right now that the economy remains quite strong. Maybe a little too strong, depending on who you ask. Average hourly earnings are still rising above expectations, and that, that could help fuel inflation. And while inflation definitely has come down, it's still higher than the Fed wants. And Brown says it likely means more interest rate hikes, which is not necessarily good news for people who want to borrow more money, Dan. Sure. All right. Keep us updated, Chris. Thank you so much. There is a film studio in our state expanding in a very big way. Coming up, we're going to talk with an industry expert about what this could mean for the future of film here in North Carolina. Plus, the planet's oceans are getting hotter than any time on record. How North Carolina researchers are trying to save the marine life that's most crucial to the underwater ecosystem. I'm Matt Talhelm in the WRL Live Center. We've just learned in the last few minutes from Rocky Mount Police, two teenagers are arrested in connection with a shooting that happened at a Walgreens store. This happened last night here at this Walgreens on Sunset Avenue. You can see it right there. I want to show you some video from the WRL breaking news tracker on the scene of this shooting. A 21-year-old man was shot in the leg in this, which happened again last night around 5 o'clock. We've learned today a 15-year-old boy and a 16-year-old boy have now both been taken into custody. They have juvenile petitions out against them for several different charges because of this, including uh, assault with a deadly weapon with intent to kill. That 21-year-old man was treated at the hospital for his gunshot wounds. But again, these two teens are now arrested in connection with this shooting. A film studio near our coast just broke ground on a major expansion. Dark Horse Studios in Wilmington is doubling its size, ultimately bringing twice as many productions to our state each year. Director of North Carolina's film office, Guy Gaster, joining us live. Guy, thanks for being with us. Uh, and this is the first specially designed studio to be built here in our state of North Carolina in more than 40 years. It's got to be exciting. 
We are certainly very excited to have this uh, coming online uh, and hope to have many more uh, in other parts of the state as well. Let's talk about this expansion and what it does mean for the future. You're talking about further growth beyond this. Uh, when it t comes to movies and TVs being produced uh, in large quantities here in our state. Yes, the film industry just two years ago uh, helped contribute $416 million into the state's economy. That was direct spend by productions. Uh, we see this uh, continuing to grow and being at around $300 million uh, annually. So this gives us the opportunity to reach that number and also hopefully start to exceed that number on a regular basis. One of the big things in North Carolina is growing and retaining great, young, talented people. We have so many amazing universities here. What about the folks who are thinking of a career in the, in the arts, in movies, in TV, and is this gonna open up more doors for them here rather than having to go somewhere out west? There'll certainly be additional opportunities for those individuals, but you don't necessarily have to have an art degree uh, to get into this business. Uh, there are definitely business minds needed, accountants, uh, people to work the production offices. Uh, you look at hair and makeup, there's construction jobs. Uh, so there, there's certainly a wealth of opportunity available for anyone that's interested in working within the film and television uh, sector. When we, if we focus a bit on the creatives though, there's a massive writer's strike happening right now. I'm wondering how that is impacting Dark Horse Studios, especially now as we're, you're making this, this massive announcement. Sure, we've certainly seen a slowdown in the amount of production statewide, uh, and Dark Horse uh, Studios itself has also seen that. Um, right now, it's, it is limiting the amount of production uh, taking place. However, once this gets settled, uh, things will be speeding up. And so for Dark Horse, it, it's a good chance right now to get going, get the uh, legwork done, um, and be ready for when productions are back up and going. Is North Carolina going to be back in this industry? I mean, how close does this get us to where we used to be before North Carolina's incentives went away? Well, again, just two years ago, we had our biggest year ever um, uh, in the state in terms of the amount of production and spending by those productions. So I think we're well on our way. Uh, and this helped in building out the infrastructure, uh, helping to get more crew members uh, working. That Those will be keys so that we can continue to uh, exceed uh, our, our goals and, and also become, once again, a major player in the production uh, and the entertainment industry. Well, movies and television and entertainment, such a big part of our culture. And I know a lot of people here are going to be excited to hear this news. Director of North Carolina's film office, Guy Gaster, thanks for joining us, Guy. My pleasure. Have a great night. You too. Record-breaking ocean temperatures across the globe are threatening the vital barrier reef ecosystem, and experts say the worst may be yet to come, unfortunately. Water's right now so hot, scientists are actually taking coral out of the ocean, moving them into cooler indoor nurseries just to try to save them. Coral reefs support an estimated 25% of all marine life. Ocean temperatures, as of this point, approaching 90 degrees in some areas of North Carolina's shore, and some marine biology professors at UNC Wilmington are part of a team spawning Caribbean species for reef restoration. You know it's bad when they're trying to remove an organism from its natural habitat and put it in a nursery setting on land in order for it to survive. 
the mass coral bleaching happening throughout the Keys is the most severe in the state's history, according to NOAA's Coral Reef Watch program. Scientists will be conducting surveys over the next few months to fully understand exactly how much coral has died. Very serious topic and really great work being done. Uh, meteorologist Kat Campbell joining us now as we take a, what is turning into a, a beautiful evening after what was a, a pretty dreary day. This is a, a look at North Hills. Uh, Kat, we, we're going to see some sunshine eventually, won't we? Yes, we will. And, you know, we looked at that camera off the top of the newscast about 15 minutes ago, and we did not have that sun shining through. So we're seeing improvements already. Today, with the rain, a high of only 80, it felt more like September outside. But we're going to be feeling like August this weekend. Some remaining showers left across Johnston County, moving into Cumberland County, and really points to the east, but those are going to continue to push east. We clear out tonight, both in terms of the rain and the cloud cover. Uh, 8, 9 o'clock, it's only a 30% chance of a shower in our eastern counties. After that, a 20% chance for rain tonight, and things should really quiet down overnight. We're sitting at 77 right now in Durham, where you can see the sun shining in the distance 77 at Dix Park and Raleigh 81 in Fayetteville at least there are some breaks in the clouds there in Fayetteville as well your weekend warms up 90 degrees for the high in the triangle 90 in Fayetteville 89 degrees in Roxboro this weekend and as we move ahead to Sunday high temperatures are in the lower 90s 92 in Raleigh 91 in Durham and Rocky Mount 92 for Fayetteville and 88 for Roxboro the other change for the weekend is not only is it going to be heating up, it's also going to get more humid. Our dew points climb back into the low to mid 70s, and that means we are in the tropical category all the way at the top of the muggy meter. Wednesday or Monday through Wednesday, we're really going to see those dew points up, but we may get a little bit of a dip as we get into the middle of next week. So we'll be cautiously optimistic there. Satellite and radar for now showing we're drawing in a lot of moisture from the coast from this low pressure system. This is what's brought the rain, but the counterclockwise flow also bringing in lots of moisture. So during the day tomorrow, the best chance for rain would come early at the North Carolina coast. That's where we could see some scattered showers and storms, not expecting it to be a washout there and we're mainly dry here in central North Carolina. I'll say this, I think tomorrow should be a nicer day at the coast than it was today, and that's the good news. And there may be some scattered storms in the mountains as well. Moving on along into Sunday, we may wake up to some clouds in the eastern part of the state. Otherwise, a pretty quiet start. Just smaller storm chances at the coast on Sunday. But in the mountains, there may be a better chance for some scattered storms. And we'll watch to see if any of those hold together. Maybe getting closer by the time we get to Sunday night. For tonight, it's a really good night if you've got a fire pit. As we start to dry out, good night to sit outside, maybe with a fire in these cooler temperatures in the 70s, and maybe go for some s'mores for dessert tonight. Sounds pretty good. As we get into the weekend, we're mainly dry. Next week on Monday, we have a chance for a few hit-or-miss summertime storms. It's going to be hot on Monday, really with the higher humidity, dew points in the mid-70s, 93 the high. That comes out to a heat index around 105 on Monday. I think that's going to be the worst of the heat. Other than that, it's pretty seasonal next week. Highs in the upper 80s to lower 90s with some isolated storm chances each day. Looking a lot like August, so hopefully you enjoyed the little break from the heat that we had today and yesterday. It was a treat, but we knew it couldn't last. Kat's been talking s'mores all day today, and now I'm in the mood. I need some s'mores tonight. A little fire? I have all the supplies at home. Full great. disclosure, full disclosure. I'm ready. All right. Thanks, Kat. Appreciate it. There's a brand new musical getting its first ever staging right here in Raleigh. The same and stories can change. Why can't they when you can check out in between the lines of a book?
Oh boy, this was so great to see. I mean, our community really stepped up big to help out the overflow of animals at the Wake County Animal Shelter. You remember early this week, we told you the shelter was nearing capacity and that, man, that, that puts them in a tough spot. They were at a risk to have to euthanize animals for the first time in years. Well, today we got an update that we are all hoping for. 138 cats and dogs were adopted on Thursday and now the shelter says they do not need to euthanize at this point. The shelter does stress they're not in the clear just yet. There are still plenty of pets that need to be adopted. So uh, go on down and add a member to the family. WRL's month-long Clear the Shelters campaign is also underway. You can scan the QR code right now on the screen, get some details. We're making it easy for people to donate online and to shelters and rescues directly and possibly find another furry member of the family. Like I said, even if you can't adopt, though, uh, you can help homeless pets find our shelter wish list, including items that they need and volunteer opportunities. You can do it at WRL.com shelters. There's a new musical and now welcomes uh, theater fans in downtown Raleigh tonight and tomorrow. It's called Between the Lines, the story of an outsider in a new school who finds comfort in her favorite book. Local actress Keaton Weeks plays the lead role of Delilah, who finds herself between two worlds of reality and fantasy. Assistant director Peyton Prince says the cast includes up to 60 actors from ages 6 to 22. Because we love them and they all love each other. Um, and they learn such incredible life skills like teamwork and determination and hard work. Again, there's a production of the play tonight. There are two opportunities to see it tomorrow on, Sunday, on Saturday at the Fletcher Theater at Martin Marietta Center for the Performing Arts. Get those tickets, check it out. You're probably not going to win the Mega Millions, okay? Let's just face it, you're probably not going to win. It's the second largest jackpot in the history, and, and none of us are going to win it. But that's not why you, you buy a ticket, is it? It's, you buy it so that you can pretend you're going to win it. That $1.35 billion. God, I'm, I'm so pessimistic. Uh, there's a UNC statistic professor that we talked to said uh, that it's a 1 in 292 million chance that you'll win. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds like it sounds like we have a chance, doesn't it? Go buy some tickets. Thanks for watching us tonight. We'll see you back here on the news at 11 and 10 o'clock on Fox 15. Keep watching WRAL News over the air channel 34 and Spectrum channel 1257. Are you unhappy with your CPAP provider? Did you know you can easily switch providers right now? I'm Megan Giggling, General Manager of Parkway Sleep Health Centers. We are North Carolina's number one source for CPAP machines and supplies. Contact us today. We ship anywhere in North Carolina. If you're in need of a CPAP machine, supplies, a knowledgeable doctor, or a sleep study, Parkway has you covered. For information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep, sound health. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.